So, episode eight. Um, doing it in my house, home alone. Instead of in the truck, I like to get a piece of paper if I have opportunity, and I make notes to myself. Um, episode eight. My goodness. Uh, the sex. Now I got your attention. I've heard that one before. So um, I made a mention of inappropriate sexual behaviors in the last uh, podcast. Uh, it's, it's not a it's not a subject I like to talk about. Um, it is inevitably um, stories of abuse. And um, I don't want to uh, be explicit in any way. Um, and, and the thing is, is I know I'm just one person and I lived in a in a different kind of a life as a child than than many but I think sexual abuse of children is uh, it's rampant now it was rampant in the 60s and 70s it's always been rampant there's always been a segment of society that would abuse children boys and girls whether that was sexual or physical, whatever. It's, you know, children haven't been really nurtured history of humanity in the way that they should have been. My opinion. Um, so I, I want to, I mean, it's such a big, big subject. I want to talk about uh, again, when I was 10 years old, a lot of stuff happened to me when I was 10 years old, uh, happened to me, happened in my life. Um, I also mentioned the the college-age students, having a lot of them around. I don't know how that was initiated, that we ended up being immersed into that culture, that age group. Um, but it was, it was a pretty deep immersion. Um, when, when I was 10, we had, we had friends that were college age and maybe some a little older, you know, maybe recently graduated from uh, university. We had a, a group of people in Tuscaloosa. Alabama, which is where the University of Alabama is. There's also a University of Alabama, Birmingham. That that one was in the city. My mom used to work there uh, as a researcher after after the divorce. Um, the college age people had a, a big the, that we were involved with had a big uh, representation there in Tuscaloosa. Uh, many of them had gone to UAB. Some, 
some, uh, actually, I was going to wear my Bear Bryant hat. <laughs> Let us talk about UAB. <laughs> ah, little joke, little, you know, my inner Bear Bryant. Anyway, um, there was one woman in particular that I think she was older. She was like the den mother for this group of, of, uh, college-age students we had that were friends. And her name was LaDonna. She was a big, big woman. I mean, she if she, she was probably in her late 20s as opposed to her early and mid-20s. Um, you know, she was still 20, maybe 25 or 26, you know, I don't know, 27, I don't know, something like that. She was still quite into the culture, the, the uh, university lifestyle culture. She worked at a diner, uh, donut shop, donut shop slash diner. Um, I, on on a few occasions, went and spent uh, extended periods of time with her. Um, I don't know how that came to be. I'm not. I cannot remember how that happened. Um, but I have very vivid memories of uh, of two specific times where I was at her, staying at her house. So she was my guardian, I guess, you know. Um, I don't, um, I don't have any idea how my parents, my mom and stepfather met her or trusted her or maybe they, I mean, I've already commented on there wasn't a lot of, concern from my mom or my dad in in one way but uh, anyway the story i was staying at ladonna's for uh, a few days and um i can remember we went to the uh, the park well I, I remember it as a park but you know it may have well been the campus uh, uab campus because it was, it had some nice uh, public areas on the campus there, and uh, we met up with some other friends, and we um, smoked a couple of joints, and uh, t- they were talking about the party. They were going to have a party, and I wasn't. It's like that was already arranged before I came there, before I was involved, uh, and you know had a had a good time and then later that night um as i remember it we had dinner she made dinner there was me and her and another guy like probably in his 20s um and they were getting ready for the party they had like cans of whipped cream and i you know lots of food and and stuff uh and anyway she later that night like i would say probably around 7 seven thirty, she sent me off to my room like you know it's time for you to go to bed and i'm like what <laughs> i'm 10 10 years old i don't go to bed at 7 seven thirty. uh might have been later eight i mean who knows that was when i was 10 and i'm that was 55 years ago <laughs> so um Anyway, as as it happened, the the party began. I was 
back in the in the back in our bedroom. I think I was probably watching TV or something. And at some point, I came out like to see what was going on at the party, and it turned out that everybody was in different or differing stages, varying stages of undress. There was a lot of uh, white sheets. Uh, uh, people were spraying whipped cream on other people's private parts. and um, Turns out it was an orgy. And I was like... <sighs> I'd never experienced anything like that. I... Um, I retreated back to my room and, uh, you know, it's been frickin' decades since I even thought about this story. Anyway, so, uh, I've, I, um, did go back in, into the party and I, I smoked some pot. I never got naked. I never was touched. I was never abused. Um, in fact, LaDonna was apparently trying to spare me from the experience. Um, it was, uh, at that time, it was disturbing for a 10-year-old mind. And I wasn't innocent at 10 years old already. I had experienced a lot of bizarre, unnatural, not normal sexual behavior. Uh, um, so experienced as in scene or whatever, you know. Um, I, in retrospect, like years later, as I thought about the incident, I noticed, I recognized that in LaDonna, even though she was participating in this event... It was, uh, there was a, a desire to protect me from it. There was a, uh, I don't know, a, a desire. There was a, an effort to, to protect me, to keep me from it. Why? Uh, with the mindset of those people, why was there, what was that? What was, like, does it make any sense? Like, logically, this is back to me and my worldview stuff, right? So... Did it make any sense? Uh, I mean, this is in retrospect. I wasn't thinking this when I was 10. This was later as an adult male uh, trying to figure out what, you know, what these things in my life meant and how, how did they imprint me? What, how did they affect me? So as, as a man who has committed himself to understanding who God is, which I mean, and I, I, you know, I know a lot of people that are into to Buddhism. Like right now, it seems to be a popular uh, path uh, amongst the younger people, um, and and some older people. But I'm thinking more conversations I've had recently with some younger people, people in their thirties, uh, uh, and even even yeah, no, late twenties, thirties, pushing forty maybe. These are, you know, these people are pursuing 
something to, to give meaning to their life, right? Um, that's one. And another is East, the other East Indian type faiths, uh, which have been predominant in my life uh, from an early age. And the questions that are asked, the answers that are sought, um, uh, all typically has to do with karma and uh, reincarnation. And they all tend to have that concept. I don't hold to that. I don't believe in reincarnation. I mean, I mentioned that before. Like, I, I want to be me forever. I want myself to be an eternal self. And I think that, that in Christianity, that's that's the understanding what happens so my time here is about growing and understanding what it is to be not only created in the image of god but to to have a relationship with god my father my heavenly father and understanding how my relationship with my father may have affected my perception of what a father is and what a good father is and how my experience as a father may have affected my perception of what fatherhood is and and uh it, they all do they all do and so we have to kind of delve into understanding why why god is spoken of as a father like why does he present himself in, in the bible as a as a father um he also presents himself as a husband um throughout the old testament he god claims himself to be the husband of uh, of Israel the, this chosen nation this this was his beauty this I mean and, and you read about it in Psalms and the Songs of Solomon and you read about God's view of 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 Israel first God's view of humanity but God's view of Israel his chosen bride and how she trounces uh, the relationship how she becomes a harlot she she um she seeks after other gods like so this is an example of uh, again for me of the human heart this is like we tend to push away those who deeply love us um i'm not saying everybody does that i'm just saying it's an example of the human heart humanity and um, we, you know, anyway, those, it, it, when you start talking about sex, it goes into these other things, husbandry, uh, what it is to, what, what's sex about? It's like sex is a great, great gift from God. And at the same time, it's it's been perverted by the mind of, are by the actions by the hearts of wicked men and, and women. I mean, I say men, I mean mankind, how we pervert the good things of God. I mean, and the earth is an example. It's, if you look at the earth, and there's a scripture in, in Romans, Romans 8, where it says the whole, all of creation groans, all of creation groans for the return of, of Christ. So Christ being the creator, they all, all of creation seeks God. They seek, they seek the return of things being put right. And here we fight, you know, among ourselves. Like, we think we're going to fix climate um, change or we're going to fix child slavery or any of those things without actually um, realizing we, d we don't have 
the capacity because of our greed, our evil, dark, our dark hearts. I mean, I, this isn't, this isn't, I got the timer on here. This isn't, uh, my, they're going longer, <laughs> 15 minutes. The statement isn't, I can't even remember what I was going to say now. Um, That there's so much, so much to talk about. I mean, because sex is a beautiful thing when when it's when it's according to God's purposes, uh, and it's a horrible thing when it's perverted. And um, I know at some point I'm I'm going to get deeper into to this stuff. Um, it's a hard subject, anyway. I don't know what song I'm going to do um, yet. I'm going to, I'll find something. Thanks for joining me for this episode eight and I'll see you in episode nine.
Some clarity, cause in my heart I need. 